came across a, a story that's a feel-good. But as I read into it, I realized it was a bit more than that. Tony Katz, Tony Katz today, it's good to be with you. It's a story of a, a boy named Jordan whose mother posted a, a video of him sharing a, a, basically a book report about a book called A New Day. And I'm like, I, I, I know the author here. That's, that's Brad Meltzer. Brad Meltzer has written everything under the sun. He knows about all the spy rings of George Washington, uh, the escape artist, which is available at Amazon.com, wherever fine books are sold. This, he has written everything. He's had television shows. My gosh, we, we follow each other on, on Twitter. I don't know how it happened, but I'm, I'm glad it did. And it's a story of this kid kind of presenting the book, and the boy is autistic, and he has a stutter. My, my younger brother was autistic and had a stutter until the day he died. And I was like, maybe that's why it's hitting me. But, but more than that came th- this idea of the impact of one's words. Brad Meltzer joins us right now. You can find out more about him at Brad Meltzer, M-E-L-T-Z-E-R, bradmeltzer.com. And, and when this story came to you, did, you did, did NBC reach out to you or did you actually see this kid's video? Yeah, I was, um, it was uh, two weeks ago. I'm sitting there at night and just scrolling through my Twitter account. And this mother says, hey, Brad, um, you know, my son wrote a book report for you and he has a stutter. So be patient. And I watched this little autistic boy with this incredible stutter review our book, A New Day. And A New Day is, is literally a book that is about what happens when Sunday, the day Sunday quits and all the other days have to come up with a new day to take her place. And, but the whole point of the book is that Sunday quits because she's unappreciated and she feels unappreciated. And, and so all these other days try out and blah, blah, blah. That's the plot of the book. But the point of the book is that with a little bit of kindness, every day can be a new day. That's the whole point of the book. So this little boy reviews the book and how much a new day means to him and how good it makes him feel with this stutter that is just heartbreaking and inspiring. And I immediately, he's wearing a little NASA shirt. I immediately just pick up my phone and I do a video back to him and say, hey, Jordan, thank you for your great book review. I even dress like you. You inspired me so much just to put a little good into the world. That's the whole point of the book, A New Day, right? So you got to show some kindness back. And that was it. I put it out there. And Tony, my friend, what happened next, I couldn't explain is all these people started picking it up and sharing what I shared on my Twitter account. And... Then I got a phone call from NBC who said, this is one of the most inspiring things we've ever seen. Um, can you do something nice? And, you know, could, would you come on and, and we're going to interview the boy? And I had no idea. I didn't pitch it to them. I didn't do anything. They just found me. It, 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 what struck me about it is that people are certainly looking for good news in a world that is, is devoid of it or sometimes purposely devoid of it. But I wanted to get in with, into with you, what is it like to see your words have impact because I don't think you have to be an author to have impact, but I want to start from, from your point of view. You, you write in a lot of different places you've written, you know, you have a whole series of I am books. I am Benjamin Franklin. I am Anne Frank. I am Frida Kahlo. I am, I am pie or I am pay. I am pay. I always pronounce it wrong. Um, I mean, it's, it's pretty interesting in, in the books that you do, but then you've got these thrillers as well. Do you, 
do you often hear from people about the impact you have on them or was this the first or is this the most wow inspiring well i'll tell you the one that's the you know i'll tell you the big one first and then you know but then i'll tell you what's more inspiring is you know i got letters from from u.s presidents on my thrillers i had bill clinton write to me i had george president george hw bush write to me i know the bushes for years i mean and I, I don't know if I ever told you this, but when President Bush passed away right before he died, no one knew. He was, they asked some of his favorite authors to come in and read to him. And I got asked to be one of those readers. And I was, I was in Kennebunkport. They asked me to go to, you know, visit them. And, and Secret Service are there. Um, and they tell me, listen, you're going to read to him for about five minutes. He's fallen asleep, you know, immediately. And that'll be it. And I said, yeah, it's great. I'm honored to be here. I don't care how long it is. And I go into the room, and, it's, and I know it's the end. It, you know, at this point, it's President Bush, it's myself, it's my wife, and it's his service dog, Sully. And I know this is the end. And the Secret Service leaves. And I brought a book that I wrote, even though I write thrillers, I also write, as you know, adult nonfiction. I brought a book called The First Conspiracy about the secret plot to kill George Washington. And on his desk, there's a stack of books. And there's a copy. I had sent him an early copy of, of The First Conspiracy, and he had a copy on his desk. It's sitting there. I said, sir, you want to read this? He says, uh-huh, because at this point he can't speak anymore. And he just says, uh-huh or uh-uh. And I read the chapter that I bring to him is the moment where George Washington presents, has the Declaration of Independence read to his troops for the very first time. And sure enough, five minutes in, he falls asleep. And I'm like, let me just finish the chapter. And I get to those words, Tony, those words we all know. We hold these truths to be self-evident that all men are created equal. And in that moment, as I say the words, President Bush's eyes pop open and he's locked on me as if it's like an infusion of patriotism, right, from the words of the Declaration itself. And I get to the end of the chapter. He's still wide awake. I say, sir, you want to read another chapter? Uh-huh. Get to the end of that one. You want to read another, sir? Uh-huh. And another? Uh-huh. Instead of being there for five or ten minutes, I'm there for an hour. And I say goodbye to him. I know I'm never going to see him again. It's the end of his life here. And you know, my wife and I went to his funeral. They invited us to the funeral. And, and the thing that at his funeral that kept being mentioned over and over, the word that was mentioned over and over and all the people that spoke about him was this word, decency, decency. And yes, it's because he was a decent man. But I think to your point of what you said earlier, you were so right. Is as a culture, we're now starving for decency. We're starving for good news. We're starving for kindness. And so to me, I love that a U.S. president writes me about my thrillers. But you better believe that that little boy with autism, Jordan, who wrote to me, I mean, I had tears in my eyes when I got that. And, and that's why we do our kids' books, is so we can give adults that inspiration. But we do the kids' books so I can give kids better heroes to look up to, like Ben Franklin, like George Washington, Dr. King, you know, Amelia Earhart, Rosa Parks, all the I Am books are all about that. Talking to Brad Meltzer, author. You can find out more about him at Brad Meltzer, M-E-L-T-Z-E-R dot com. I think that when when people see the story and they hear you talking about uh, George H.W. Bush, which is uh, that that that's a story, young man. Um they're never going to have the opportunity to speak to a president on their deathbed, uh, nor uh, may, may their book ever be, uh, you know, read by an eight-year-old uh, out, out there in the world. But they're talking to their kids, and they're talking uh, maybe uh, to their kids' friends. They're talking to people uh, they 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 work with. Now, look, I, I I do political talk. I have gotten rough and tumble in in my day, and I am pretty sure I'll get rough and tumble tomorrow. But there is something to be said 
bred for the ability to create an impact on others and i don't know if that is always you know the idea of although i i do believe in decency i i work towards it i don't always succeed but i dang well try but rather a, just a place of earnestness um when when you think of the things that people have responded to you and been the most impactful to them where do you think that place is yeah you know uh, listen our our kids book series is called Ordinary People Change the World. Why? Because it's my core belief. I don't care where you went to school. I don't care how much money you make. That's nonsense, Billy. And and again, I don't even care about former U.S. presidents. I believe in regular people and their ability to affect change in this world. And I started the series, and I think it's important just to see this, is I was watching my own kids looking at the wrong heroes in the world. They were looking at reality TV show stars and people who were famous for being famous, loudmouth athletes and Instagram models. And it was nonsense. I was like, I got to give my kids heroes of decency and of kindness and of compassion. And I think to your, to your point, you know, when I told my daughter about the story of Amelia Earhart, I said, she flew across the Atlantic ocean. My daughter earnestly looked me right in the eye and said, big deal, dad, everyone flies across the Atlantic. She was not impressed at all. But when I told my daughter that Amelia Earhart, when she was seven years old, built a homemade roller coaster in her backyard, and she took a wooden crate and put roller skating wheels on the bottom of it, shoved it to the roof of her tool shed, came flying down the side of these wood planks, crashed, and got up back up again, my daughter's like, tell me that story again. And I think you hit it right on the head. It doesn't matter the big people that you talk to in life. If you, if you can give your kids heroes to look up to, these are the stories. When we wrote I Am Amelia Earhart, it's not a story about history. When we wrote I Am Abraham Lincoln, it's not a story about history. On the back of I Am Amelia Earhart, it says I know no bounds. On the back of I Am Abraham Lincoln, it says I will speak my mind and speak for others. And we've done Jackie Robinson because I'm like, forget a millionaire athlete. Meet a real hero. Meet I Am Jackie Robinson. And I believe to this day that my greatest impact on this world is not that I got to read to a president on his deathbed, but I got someone like Jordan or listen, it's my own kids that I started for to have that honest, earnest belief that if they believe in themselves and just love themselves for who they are, that they can change the world. And I believe that. And I don't mean change the world being president. That's nonsense. I believe you change the world by being kind to one person. And you know, as well as I know that that decency, that kindness, earnestness, pick whatever word you want. It, it pays itself forward um, far more than anger does. Oh, that's true, right? That's really true. There is nothing, there is nothing like hearing. You know, uh, you know, I live in Indianapolis, so so on the streets here. Hey, you brought up something the other day, man. My kid and I talked about that uh, on, on the way to school. That's like like that's pretty impressive. You know, that someone would think that what I'm talking about is good enough to share with their kid. And here is is your book, uh, Moving a Kid to to Wanting to Give You the uh, the Full Book Report. By the way, what did you think of the book report? What, did he get an A on it? What happened there? Listen, how am I not going to give the A plus to anyone who gives me a book report like that? But, but I, I got to tell you, like, the best things that I get, the best letters I get, and I get letters from big, important people, blah, blah, blah. It doesn't matter. When I get letters, you know, I got a letter from someone that said, they were teaching their kid to ride a bicycle for the first time and their kid crashed and they were so worried. The parent ran over to their kid and tried to pick him up again. And, um, and the kid they thought was going to be crying and, and stood up and basically 
pulled out of our book that you crash and rebuild, you crash and rebuild, and that's why you take off, just like in Brad's book. I go, oh, my God. Like, that's, you know, I, I, had, a, I had a mother who told me this story. This is an incredible one. I, I don't I rarely tell this story. Is This mother was reading I Am Albert Einstein with her son who has autism. And I Am Albert Einstein, as a kid's book, is all about, it starts like this. It says, ever been called weird? Ever been called different? And that's what Albert Einstein was. He thought differently than everybody else. And she said, tells me that her son actually died. He died of a disease. Um, and the, but she wrote to me and said, I want to thank you, Brad, because the last good memory I have with my son before he died was reading your book, I Am Albert Einstein. And so, of course, you know, we looked the story up in the paper. We found the story. We contacted the principal at her son's school, and we got you know, books presented in honor of her dead son, you know, just to pay this woman back. And no one knows the story. You know, it wasn't a big deal. We didn't put it out there anywhere. We just did it because it was the right thing to do. And a year later, the woman reaches out to me and says, hey, Brad, I want you to know two things. She goes, one, I'm pregnant. And two, I actually just gave birth to our new son. We had another son. And we named him after two of our heroes. Um, so I want you to meet Finn from Star Wars, but I want you to meet young Finn Bradley, our new baby. And... You know, I, I do. I, I love wow. writing my thrillers. I love writing the first conspiracy. I love writing our adult nonfiction books. But you know, these the, the ordinary people change the world. Books, the I am books, have paid me back in ways I could never repay the universe. And it's just with kindness. It just keeps coming back. Brad Meltzer is his name. M e l t z e r. Bradmeltzer dot com. You can find the books there. You can buy uh, the books there. And sir, listen, I, I'm thrilled we had this chance to talk, and I hope we get to do it again. Would love it, brother, and thanks for what you do. Thanks for putting good into the world. You know you know the people come up to you on the street and say that. You know how much that means to you, and you keep feeding that, you get more yeah. of that. I appreciate you, sir. We will talk again. Brad Meltzer, thank you. More to get to. I'm Tony Katz.